Hi, and welcome to Podcasting 101 with Rachel. This podcast is for busy female entrepreneurs who run their own businesses and want to start a podcast or who may already have a podcast. I want to share practical information and tips on how you can get your podcast started and managing it along the way. I'll also be interviewing other female podcast hosts to give you real insight into what it's like having your own podcast. everyone and welcome to this week's episode. I am very happy to um, have Hannah back on the show. Hannah is the host of one of the hosts of the Showing Up Solo podcast. Um, It's great to have you here again Hannah. Oh thanks so much for having me again Rachel. Um, I think this is my third time being your podcast guest. Oh yes yes because um, the Virtually Inspired podcast and then this podcast um, and then, yeah, the third time, yeah, because it was you and Nicole came on us. You've also been my guest. It's, it's always just a pleasure to talk to you, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I just love talking to you and, and especially about the subject that we're going to talk about today. So Hannah is, if you don't know Hannah, is a marketing expert and is now a coach as well. And we can talk a little bit about that later, but she has been helping me massively with my copy for my website and an email sequence uh, for a lead magnet that I'm creating for my business. But today we'd like to talk to you about content and repurposing your podcast uh, in the best way possible, working smarter, smarter, not harder, (laughs) as we like to say. Hannah, why don't you tell us about um, what your tips and advice are around creating content from your podcast and the way to work smarter, not harder? Yeah, absolutely. Well, just to give some context, um, so as you said, I have I'm uh, one of the hosts of Showing Up Solo, which is a video podcast, and that actually came out of in um, the summer of 2021. Instagram announced on we're not a photo sharing platform anymore; we're a video sharing platform. And everyone was like, oh my god, <laughs> now we really can't avoid video content anymore. And I had started showing up, I started doing lives regularly, but the problem is an Instagram live is stuck on Instagram. And I teamed up with fellow solopreneur Nicole, um, and we decided, like, we have really great conversations, let's just record those, and we can put them on YouTube, we can put them on Instagram, and we know a very good podcast manager who can convert them into a podcast. Insert Rachel here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's really what happened is our podcast came out of a need for marketing content, for social media content. And um, sometimes I think that's, that's one cause, but I think most people who um, have a podcast don't tend to come to it from that angle. They sort of, I want a podcast, authority building, but they don't really think too much about marketing it. I've, I've worked with a lot of, um, a lot of uh, online service providers who they're either guests on podcasts regularly or they have their own podcast and they'll promote their episode, they'll do one audiogram and they'll do one newsletter and then that's all we hear of that content. And that's what really inspired me to come up with my, my full circle content method because it's such a waste. You put all this wonderful energy into this podcast episode and you have this amazing episode anywhere from 20 to an, 20 minutes to an hour long, full of juicy content, uh, full of great information. And you put like a 60 second audiogram on Instagram and then 
that's all we hear about it. And um, it can just go so much, so much further. So um, the full circle content method um, is kind of like our little term for it, where, where it's about taking this one piece of long form content, whether that is a podcast, a blog post, or a video, and then turning it into as many little pieces of content as you can. So I'll use, I'll use Showing Up Solo, our, our series, as an example. So we record one video, that video goes onto YouTube, we post the whole video on Instagram as well, we put it on our website as a post, like as a blog post, um, which helps boost our, our search engine optimization. We get hands off to Rachel who turns it into, we hand it off to you Rachel, you turn it into um, a podcast which then goes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, I'm forgetting one, um, Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Yes. Um, so this is this is why you're in my life. Um, <laughs> I think there's Stitcher as well. There are quite a few kind of like indie uh, distributors, I'd say. But I think the those are the biggest ones that you mentioned that are the most important to be on. Yeah. So that content's going out on those channels then as well. Um, and and then um, we have plans later to um, convert the episodes into actual blog posts. Um, I want to see if I can work in some AI to, to make that process a lot quicker. Um, but we trans we take the tra transcripts um, from those episodes and the plan is to convert those into blog posts eventually but they also come in very handy for creating show notes. And now we have three pieces of long-form content already on tons of platforms. Then we can take those and um, chop them up. So I, for example, would take an episode of Showing Up Solo and I would find all the really good juicy nuggets that fit into 20 to 20 seconds to a minute and cut them using a software called CapCut and make them into Reels content or YouTube Shorts content or TikTok content. And then I can pop, pop them in my social media scheduler and just have them going out on autopilot. I can write little posts pointing it out, like saying, oh, check out this, or we expand on this point in this episode. I turn it into newsletter content. I, um, you can make carousel posts. That's the one with the multiple images. Um, audiograms obviously are great, and audiograms count as video content. So if you're someone who doesn't like showing up on camera or your podcast is audio only, you can still make an audiogram in Reels format. Canva is great for that, by the way, but also Headliner. And um, and then you're still accessing that video content avenue without having to put your face in front of a camera. Um, and I think that's just even scratching the surface. That doesn't even... You can tweet about your content. You can use Pinterest. Um, and so basically, we like harvest our episodes for every little ounce of of information and put it out there. And a lot of this can be just done in the background. Today, I got a little notification on my phone. Oh, your video is ready for you to post in TikTok. I hit publish, boom. And there's another 200 views for me today. For um, the, the episode that um, that clip came from was for like from June last year. So like I'm promoting an episode from a year ago and it's still going to get like 200 views today because most people haven't seen the old episodes yet. Yeah, I think that 
we do forget that not everybody sees the episode or the content, whatever content you've created for the episode when you send it out there. Like, for example, if you put it out as an Instagram post, I mean, if no one's seen it within a few days, I mean, no one's ever going to see it again unless someone's specifically gone to your grid and, like, literally looked through all your posts, which, I mean, is amazing if someone does that, but, I mean, potentially a rarity if someone's going to do something like that. But what you just talked through is just so many ways in which you can get that what you've already created in whatever long form content that it is to get all those pieces out there to make your marketing easier and evergreen as well because like you say reusing your previous episodes they're still relevant I would say 99% of everybody's episodes unless it's like a you know, a Christmas special or something like that. But even then, you can create all that content to come out seasonally if if it is a season, you know, type of content, depending on what you're talking about. But I would say most 99% of podcasts, you can have them going out all the time. And that is what I love about what you do, breaking down those little pieces into all the different forms and then, um, you know, scheduling them to go out and you've used a or you use meet edgar don't you for scheduling some of your content now um for those of you that don't know what meet edgar is it's a scheduling platform um that you can plug all your things in and then you can kind of hit shuffle is that is that how it works yeah so meet edgar um i really like it's not an inexpensive social media um scheduler it's it's uh, i think it's currently is around uh, 50 US dollars a month, which is not cheap. Um, there's lots of free options out there. But what I like about me, Edgar, is you can do so many different platforms. You can do Pinterest, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, like, I think you can even do YouTube, but I'm not 100% sure about that one. So don't quote me on that. But you can do so many different platforms. And they have this really great tool where when you go to add new content, if you just paste a URL, into the caption and then hit suggest variations it'll come up with different posts for you just auto generates a bunch based on whatever information is on that web page already so if you do tweets for example it's basically written for you it's so easy um so i like it for that if you're like stumped um but then the other thing i like is you can you can have categories so i have like categories on like episode clips, or I might have, um, like, for a while we had informational reels and fun reels, uh, so that I would be like, I want fun stuff to come out on Fridays, and I want informational stuff to come out on Wednesdays. And you can put the content in these categories, you can hit shuffle, and it just mixes them all around, and then sends them out. Some platforms, you get a little nudge saying you actually have to post. Other platforms, it just does it. Um, and I actually offer that service for a lot of clients, too. We, um, We've been doing a lot of content banks, um, which is, is just a fancy way of saying we create a great big Google Doc and we write down a whole bunch of captions. Um, so for like one client, they had just a ton of really great blog posts that they weren't sharing with the world after it had been posted. So we created three captions for each of those blog posts and ended up with 52 posts. Like... That's, that's a year's worth of content from work they had already done. And that's all being plugged into, this, into Meet Edgar, hit shuffle, and then that's going out once a week. And they look like they're super active, like they're super on top of it, and it's all work they already did. Yeah, that is 
I mean, even if you don't use something like me, Edgar, you just, you know, if you allocate yourself a certain amount of time um, to create this content, your content bank, which is something that um, I took part in Hannah's um, Set Up for Success course, which was amazing. And in one of the, mo the last module there was looking at the content bank. So when we were discussing that... Um, you just kind of opened my eyes in to look at, right, like you were just talking about, take this and do this and this and this and this and think, actually, that is. And when you put it in terms of that's three months worth of content or that's a year's worth of content, actually makes you think, well, actually, then I could just spend a bit of time plugging it into whatever mix maybe of social media schedules you've got, depending on what your you know, what investment you can make into those kind of things, you know, maybe between Canva. I use Buffer sometimes as a, you can connect to three different um, channels there. Yeah. Later has the, like later I know you can do multiple platforms. I mean, they're all evolving. Give it a year and every platform is going to be available on every scheduler. They are also getting meaner on the what's available on the free options I've noticed. I've had a couple of emails about things because I used to use Hootsuite when I first started two years ago, but then they like massively changed, rejigged how you could do stuff. But a lot of the other platforms are actually, like, for example, with YouTube. Sorry, I didn't mean to throw out there. But, like, with YouTube. No, no, it's example, fine. Um, you know, because you go in there when you um, schedule yeah. our episodes. <laughs> I've I've scheduled short YouTube shorts to come out every Tuesday and Thursday until August. Um, yeah. So I don't have to. Well, I discovered that a few months ago. I was like, oh, my God, Hannah's been busy. <laughs> I know. And, and this was all content we'd already made. I just chopped up the episodes. I got, like, maybe three or four clips from every episode. So we had, like... 26 episodes I think it was something around that it was like 25 26 episodes and I made like three clips from each it's like 75 videos that I've made from content we already have I haven't even had to touch the latest episodes of this year I haven't even had to go in and chop those up yet because I haven't run out of content yet and um and I just put them in in um YouTube and schedule you can schedule them in YouTube um you can uh with uh, Facebook, you can schedule them ahead of time. LinkedIn, you can schedule ahead of time on the platform. Uh, Reels. Mm, I love that new feature. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Reels. Because you can do the mentions. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. You can do the mentions, which is the one that was my one bugbear about using a different, a third party platform, I guess, to yeah. schedule into LinkedIn. If you, especially when you're doing interview uh, podcast episodes, as like I, most of mine are now, and unlike yourself do. And if you have to go back in and edit, I've heard it can really affect your performance because you've had to go back in and edit the episode and all those kind of things. So actually being able to schedule it straight in the platform, you can mention them, then schedule it. I think that's just like, yeah. that's... And that's a game changer. And 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 if you still need like the, the shuffle feature, um, like you can always put it in a thing that, does, that has a shuffle option and then set it as a notification and then you can put it over on the platform and then post it manually so you can get the tagging in. But yeah, like so many platforms allow you to schedule it ahead of time too. So it's just getting easier and easier um, if you know how to make the most of your work. And this is where what we're talking about, working smarter, not harder. Don't, you don't have to reinvent the wheel every time you post content. Um, and and um, like you said, like 90% of people's content, whether it's a podcast episode, a blog post, a video... It doesn't go out of date immediately. It's one thing if you're like 
John Oliver on last week tonight, and, you know, the whole point of the show is that it's talking about the events of the past week. Okay, so his content, yeah, he's not going to be able to repurpose, but that's a totally different... But for, for the rest of us, like, my marketing stuff, some of the social media information will will change and update, but the marketing principles, the strategy behind things, that doesn't change. Everyone still needs to know who their ideal client is. Everyone still needs to have long-form content and short-form content. Everyone still needs to have email marketing and a website. So all that information is still very useful and very powerful. And um, it, one thing that I've started doing this year, um, because I'm guilty as so many other solopreneurs are of, of neglecting the email list, so I just created a template in my email marketing software, Flowdesk, and I, I just had this like something, something old, something new, something borrowed, something for you. I love it. I love that. <laughs> I was I was very proud of myself when I came up with that. Um, and so now every time a new episode comes out, I'm going to send out a newsletter. And all I have to do is plug in a different old episode in the something old. And that's that's literally just a case of like putting a link in there, plug the new episode in there. And then borrowed is usually something from my guests' content, or if it's not a guest, just someone, like a piece of interesting information that I've read or listened to or watched. And then the something for you is where I drop in a little promo thing, whether it's a free resource or a special offer or just a highlight on a package. But it's just plugging it in. It takes 10 minutes tops, and um, I'm maybe writing a little bit at the top, um, which, here's a secret, you can just repurpose captions from other social media content as your newsletter content and vice versa. But then it just goes out and um, it just takes like no time because I've done all the prep work behind the scenes. Yeah, I've, I think that prep work is the most important, um, the most important thing to do behind all of to make the rest of everything flow. So I mean, like, like yourself, so with my podcast, I write my show notes and then I use the show notes for my email marketing and I use that for posting on social I I tend to just do LinkedIn at the moment so I will then um do a similar post on LinkedIn and then I try to pick out a few clips different clips for um and then I'll use one to promote it and then I'll save the other ones as a promoter as an evergreen thing and then I'll keep trying reusing those clips and re-promoting the posts as well and I think also kind of you can go back and look at some stuff that maybe if you've done like the evergreen stuff you know what captions you use you can go back and use those again or if you want to tweak them again those kind of things because like you say not everybody sees them um the first time around and like I know how much you post so I don't always catch yours the first time when I go on my Instagram because of the way the, clearly of the way the algorithm works as well so um it just depends Especially with the, the, the rise in video content, people are reading captions less and less. Captions are still super important, but um, when people are watching reading captions less and less, they're not going to notice if it's verbatim something that you've posted before. Honestly, they do not notice. Uh, if they do, no one said anything to me, uh, and it hasn't affected my results. So you can, you can just use the same captions and then change the graphic or the video attached to it. Maybe use a trending real idea to go with the caption to get people to read the caption. Um, I also just wanted to touch on, um, and I'm going off on a little tangent, but, here, but how to come up with ideas for content. 
because I know that that is a real difficult part, um, whether it's coming up with ideas for your podcast episodes or your um, blog posts. And uh, Nicole and I always recommend going to answerthepublic.com. It's a great website. You just type in a few keywords and it'll tell you all the questions that people are asking around that subject matter. And then you can, then what we recommend you do is pick a couple, like pick actually, just select all the ones that you know you can answer and then take one of those and write down the key points that you need to cover to effectively answer that. And then you can take each of those key points and turn that into a post. And now suddenly you've got like, you know, anywhere from three to 10 like pieces of content from one question. Um, and that question is something you can answer in an episode. Or maybe you break it down and you answer the three things in the episode, like one per episode. Uh, and when you start to think of things in terms of this like um, cascading effect, you know, it's almost like a, a multi-layered marketing scheme for your own marketing. Yeah. Pyramid scheme, yeah. Yeah, it's like pyramid marketing. Uh, yeah. That's why we went full circle because we wanted to... Uh, yeah. Yeah, because uh, our idea with the full circle content was that you take one idea and you make a long form and then you break it into smaller forms and then you take one of those smaller forms and you expand on it in another long form, which then becomes more... like So it just keeps going you go long form to short form to long form to short form to long form and round and round and round and um, it can go on as long as you want it to. Yeah, I've used Answer the Public as well and I really... That's really helped me. I think when I was first starting this podcast... Um, I kind of wrote down like every question I think somebody might be asking me if they would want to start a podcast. And then I did look on Answer the Public as well. Um, and that helped me with framing what topics I wanted to cover, what topics I felt like my ideal listener would want to hear from me from a podcast to help them. So what would be your biggest or what would be your advice around kind of getting started in terms of, um, so I've got my podcast, I've done my podcast episode, like, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would be like your biggest, yeah, <clears throat> knocking the desk there, <laughs> uh, biggest tip around somebody getting started with doing that with batching and things like that? Okay. So I like to work in threes. Um, don't it doesn't have to be threes it's just up for me it's always three so let's say you've got a podcast series that you've been doing you've got 10 episodes just for easy numbers take each episode and write three captions that will promote that whole episode in its entirety so um like basic that's more like a, a wide like a you know like the long view right like this is what we're going to cover here's a couple points um here's who was on it and so now, right, just three variations. They don't have to be completely different and unique. It's just a slightly different way. Like maybe one has bullet points. Maybe one has more of a, a story form. Maybe one has, um, pulls out a key piece of information and says, listen for more. And um, that now you've got three, three captions for each of those episodes. So now you're up to like 30 captions, right? If you've got the 10 episodes. Now you've got 30 captions. Um, to go with that, you can... Um, if you have a video with your podcast, awesome, publish the video. If you don't, you can always use Headliner to create a video for the entire podcast episode. And it's just an audiogram, but it's for the whole episode. 
And so you've got that to publish, right? Or you can just do a little graphic that says, check out this episode, link in bio. Then you're going to take your podcast episodes one by one, and you're going to list all the really good nuggets of information. Maybe you made a really good metaphor, or you told a really good anecdote that's relevant to your audience, or you um, expanded on one particular point really concisely. Find all those little juicy bits and create a short piece of content for them, like a short video, whether it's a video or an audiogram, but a little nugget of like 20 to 60 seconds of information. And then write a caption <laughs> to go with each of those. And if you're like me, like I, I again, just like maybe aim for three for each episode. Just try to, I'm going to get three from every episode. Because then that brings you <laughs> up to, okay, now I have to do my math, but you know, that's, we're, at this point we're getting, at this point we're getting like four pieces of content per episode, right? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's 40 pieces of content. We're already getting pretty high up there in terms of how far that can go. And then you can take those points and you can think, how can I expand on this? So I, I touched on this point. Maybe then I'll write another piece of content um, that expands on it and says, if you want to dig it more into this topic, check out this episode. So it's like separate content that refers back to the episode. But that's how I like to see it is, is yeah. like you're going to you there's promoting the episode in its entirety. And then there's then there's reusing the golden nuggets of information that are within that content and then creating visual assets and captions that can be used multiple ways. The captions you use on Instagram can be used on LinkedIn, can be used on Facebook, Twitter. It's like, it's like 240 characters. So it's pretty succinct and you can pretty much, you have about the same amount of space for a TikTok. So if you write a tweet, you can pretty much use it as a TikTok caption. Um, and, once you have those, like, so you just like find the variations for each asset and then you can create alternating visuals. So for example, if you do have video content, create a little video clip and make an audiogram and make a stationary graphic. Now you have three different types of visuals per caption. So suddenly one cap, like one post has become three posts. So you, now we're talking about having 12 pieces of content from one episode. So if you have 10 episodes, that's 120 pieces of content and, and start working that way. Like what can I do this? And think about reels, Instagram reels, YouTube shorts, and TikTok. pretty much the same right now. They all, um, the, in terms of timing, I think there's still some limits on YouTube shorts, how long they can go, but TikTok, you can have like up to 10 minutes now. Instagram, you can have as long as you want. So I've noticed that on Instagram, actually. I hadn't quite realised they'd gone that far because some of the reels, I was like, wow, this is going on for ages. Yeah, reels, is they just, they just rebranded any video content on Instagram as reels. So, like, even if, it's, even if it just has a GIF on it, if it's a .mp4, <laughs> it counts as a reel. So, um, and there's platforms like CapCut is really handy. That's what I use to create all my... Um, all my shorter videos that I use on TikTok and YouTube. And I plan to use on Instagram too when I get around to scheduling it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, if you um, think about, okay, so whatever I create for, like whatever video I create, 
I can use it on Reels, I can use it on YouTube, and I can use it on TikTok, but it's just the one video. It's the same piece of work, but I've got three different platforms out of it. And um, and then on Instagram, I can, if I create a, a, a graphic, I can use that same graphic for LinkedIn and for Facebook, you know? And so it's just about trying to think of how many, like how thin can you stretch everything? How far can you go? How many times can you reuse it? Um, instead of focusing in narrowly on like, okay, I need Instagram content. Think about what contents are cohesive across all the platforms, which admittedly, if you're not in the industry, can be a little overwhelming. It's one of the reasons that um, we created a guide to creating full circle content that has a nice little table that shows you all the different options um, to make it really easy to follow. Yeah, but you have really broken it down and showed everybody how you can take that content and build on build on that for your you know you only have to if you don't if you're not on all the platforms that's fine you're on one platform you can take all that content and use it for that one platform I plug it into your scheduler or make a note to, to remind yourself to to post it um but thanks Hannah that that has been really great I feel like you've really broken down what it takes to repurpose um your long-form content into to making everything much more easy for yourself. Have you got any last piece of, I mean, you give loads of advice during this episode. <laughs> Have you got anything, anything else you'd like to add um, that we haven't touched on yet? I mean, the major thing is think about what your audience wants to know. Answer the questions that they're asking and remember that they don't know as much as you do. It can be very tempting. I think I've slipped into it too, into slipping into jargon and assuming people know all these things. Um, so I always do the, the five-year-old rule, um, although my, my five-year-old is pretty sharp, <laughs> but um, where you explain, you say something, and if they go, what's that, you explain it, and like until you get to the point where there's no breaking it down any further, like that is it, right? So if you say like, oh, you need a lead magnet, what's a lead magnet? It's a free resource in exchange for an email, <laughs> you know, why do I want an email marketing, you know, for this? And, and if you think about everything like that, it'll really help you um, create your content because people need bite-sized, easy to implement, easy to absorb, easy to digest information. So create these great pieces of long form that's like your whole meal and then cut it up into bite-sized chunks for everybody. That is a great point about making sure that you're not using too much jargon and it's it's easy to do when you think when you're at your level um, that you're at. But yeah, breaking it down into bite-sized chunks is is a great is a great tip. Thank you, Hannah. And um, well, thanks for coming on the show. Do you want to let people know where they can find you if they're interested in finding out more about you and showing up solo and the full circle content? Absolutely. Um, so you can follow me at showing up solo on everything. <laughs> you can find us on um, LinkedIn, TikTok, uh, Instagram, YouTube. Um, also the website showingupsolo.com where you can find the backlog of all the previous episodes and any guest episodes we've done. Um, this episode will be on there too. <laughs> <laughs> um, plus uh, you can also see our coaching services. Uh, we have a few packages um, we're about to, um, or depending when this airs, have um, kind of retweak them to turn that setup for success package that, that you got to do, Rachel, into more digestible smaller chunks so that you can kind of take it a, 
uh, section at a time. And then we also have our free guide to full circle content. Um, I will get Rachel to leave a link in the show notes for you. Um, it's, there's a really clear infographic. We list some of our favorite tools and um, we have added um, the, the trainings that we put, we did a challenge um, in the fall of 2022 and we've put um, those trainings up there too. So there's actually like three hours worth of videos that really go into detail on how to do this there for you too. So you can like, it's a really great resource and it's completely free. Those trainings were brilliant. They were really good because I did your challenge uh, for Christmas. So that was, that. they're really good. They, I would really recommend um, everyone to go along and take a look at that. I will, of course, as Hannah said, link all the links in the show note and put Hannah's details in there. I will also link to some of the resources and uh, platforms that we mentioned throughout the episode. So you guys can check those out for yourselves as well. So thanks again, Hannah, for coming on and we'll catch everyone soon. Thanks for having me. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to connect with me or get in touch, then head on over to my website. If you liked the episode, then I'd love it if you could leave me a review in your chosen podcast app. Your feedback is much appreciated. See you next time.